0: You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePetro Show. And good afternoon, everyone. Right now, it is uh, six minutes past one o'clock. It is John DePetro Weekdays, folks, we start at 11. Today is Monday. It is Monday, May 4th, and it is the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program, folks, watched by Kay's. You know, Kay's, uh, what a tremendous job they've been doing during this pandemic. And uh, they're open today. Why not get a nice, delicious sandwich for takeout? Go to their Facebook page, which Faye does a good job keeping up. But they uh, really have stepped up and just done a tremendous job. And why not? You know, you're going to feel better. if How about a nice sandwich this afternoon at K's? Uh, I'm looking right now at their Facebook page. And again, they've done a, a great job uh, keeping daily specials, weekly specials. Uh, yesterday, they had the uh, barbecue bacon grilled chicken, extra large BLT Reuben, Reuben, excuse me, seafood salad. Uh, there's always something different. Grilled barbecue chicken. Just fantastic. Case Also, the prime rib with baked potato. How about that? That was a big hit over the weekend. Stop in a case They're waiting for you. Folks, I want to say good afternoon to Anthony Day. And I apologize. Um, Anthony is a loyal listener. And I know he's been having a a difficult time. Uh, I was contacted by his dad who's just terrific and said anthony is uh, such a loyal listener and i told him i was gonna say hi to him and then you know folks as, as you can imagine the news kind of breaks at different times and uh, different things happen and i feel terrible that i didn't mention this last week but i want to say good afternoon to anthony i believe he's in the hospital all hoping uh he feels better that's right i got a nice note from uh his dad, son of the hospital, started listing, always likes it. I can't visit with him because of the virus. Oh, calls every day. And then at 11 says, I got to go. John DePietro's coming on. <laughs> he also loves Donna Perry as well. So that is terrific. And Anthony, you have a great dad. You have a great dad. Uh, and I love that. And that is, uh, that is hard. I can imagine how hard that is that you have uh, your son uh, in the hospital and his dad. And they're so tight and he can't go and visit with him. He also likes when you do the meth head. I used to do that. I'd go down and do a a man-in-the-street report down in Kennedy Plaza, and that's where I would encounter all the meth head. You're the guy on the radio. Uh, is Mattiello getting off scot-free? I don't believe he is. I don't believe he is. So that meth mouth impression is brought to you. Is, uh dedicated to Anthony. Anthony, feel better. And uh, I'm so psyched. Hopefully, when this whole thing is over, I hope to meet you and your dad, Chris Day. Well, folks, this portion again, listen, uh, it is a dry day anyway. And we have to go with that. We have a special guest that's going to be joining us. Boy, today is, look at this, 72 degrees, partly cloudy. My goodness. And then... Um, Let's see, tomorrow should be decent. Actually, somewhat dry until Thursday. So we have to take the nice things that happen. We're going to talk to Mandy Merritt coming up momentarily. For those of you, maybe you saw last night, boy, President Trump, a very impressive, very, very impressive uh, town hall meeting. The president's poll numbers have gone back up since he stopped doing the daily briefings. So we'll find out uh, the latest on that. Um, and let's see what else. Governor Ramundi press briefing is coming up. This afternoon at 3 o'clock, Mandy Merritt, Republican, National Committee, National Press Secretary, is going to join us. So we'll talk to Mandy. And then also we're going to talk with our friend Chris Maxwell coming up at one thirty. only because in the Providence Journal, they're already floating out the fact that we may be looking at truck tolls coming. We may be looking at truck tolls. And I just I don't know what we're going to do about it. I don't know what we're going to do about it. The truck tolls are one thing. Excuse me. But in this morning's Providence Journal, they're talking about car tolls. They're absolutely talking about car tolls. And so, uh, folks, you know, that has been one of the dangers for people that have been frightened about it. And then suddenly it does happen where they're saying, boy, you know, times are tough and we need the extra revenue. I may do that as a poll question as far as would you be in favor of tolls on cars? You know, they may even say if we don't have tolls, car tolls, that they may have to you know, lay off some of the state workers. Listen, I don't want to see anyone out of work, but I do know that a number of businesses right now are in fact out of work. And a lot of people, many people listening right now, you were been laid off or someone your family was, and you had uh, no control over it. So I don't want to see any of that happen. But if it came down to tolling cars, or in fact, you know, whether or not, Uh, They're going to have to start laying off some of the state workforce, of which, let's face it, a lot of them are patronage jobs. A lot of the Rhode Island Statehouse, a lot of state jobs, especially at the Statehouse, they are I-know-a-guy type of jobs. And the reason the people get them is to get the free health care. And it's wrong, and you're paying for it, and if I have to decide between either – uh, no, I am completely against under any circumstances. As far as the workers, like, like many of you, I mean, like I said, I don't want to see anyone out of work. But at the same time, it's not fair that many people listening right now, your business was closed, your office was closed, that the governor stepped in and closed it, and, and you have no, no say over it. And you have people that will lay off. How many people listening right now, you had to lay off some of your workers? It's It's terrible. Uh, but I don't understand why city and town workers are then immune from that. They shouldn't be immune from that. Uh, in for a penny, in for a pound. You have a part-time job or a full-time state job or a city of town. Guess what? There's no money. There's no money. So why should you be immune? It is ludicrous to say, well, that's because all the state workers are, are essential workers. Uh, I don't believe that. I don't think anyone believes that. If anyone is trying to convince you of that, in in certain parts of America, certain parts of our country, they're laying off firefighters. They're laying off police officers in certain places. Now, around here, that would be oh, you can't lay off the fire. Why, why not? These extra firefighters. Do you really need the staff? There aren't a lot of fires. Granted, they are helping and assisting, bringing people into the hospitals. But in Providence, you're going to fire firefight, Your firefighters making over 100,000 in overtime. At some point, if the federal government doesn't bail out. If the federal government does not bail out of the state of Rhode Island, I don't think it's going to happen. Folks, we're going to be right back with our guest right here on the John DiPietro Show. Stay tuned. here,
1: owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled a, water. and They didn't have right, to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting... How about you give my company a call? Call the water filter company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986.
0: Folks, it's John DePietro, and with us right now, she is uh, National uh, Press Secretary of the Republican National Committee. We want to say good afternoon and welcome to the program. First time, I believe, chatting with her, and it's Mandy Merritt. Good afternoon, Mandy.
2: Good afternoon, John. How are
0: you? I'm very well. I want to start off. I thought that was a very impressive Uh, virtual town hall meeting that President Trump took part in last night on Fox News Channel.
2: You are right. It was a a great event and and what an astounding backdrop that really shows the American resolve and and the idea of uniting America in this uh, challenging time that we have, and that is what President Trump said yesterday. He was very optimistic. He was saying that while health and safety is the priority for, of course, the country and for him, we are having to strike that balance between also getting our country reopened open and getting people back to work. We are a country that wants to work and so President Trump offered a very optimistic and, and detailed approach to his, his town hall last night and I do think inspired hope for many
0: Americans. Folks, again, good afternoon on this Monday. It's one fourteen. 14 Governor Mundo press briefing coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock. We're speaking with Mandy Merritt, GOP National Press Secretary. Mandy, not only that, I think you're right. Um, the President's approval ratings continue to go up. I'm looking at different polls. we his as numbers continue to go up. I think people are becoming more optimistic in realizing that if anyone is going to lead us out of this crisis, it's going to be President Trump.
2: You are so right, John. And you just look at the facts on that, not only on how he's led this completely unprecedented, aggressive whole of America approach to combating the coronavirus with early and decisive actions or shutting down travel to China with expediting a vaccine and and, uh, eliminating so much red tape and bureaucracy, uh, unleashing the innovation of the private sector, all of these steps that are extremely important in helping to combat the coronavirus. But when you also look at the economy, President Trump built the uh, greatest economy this world has ever seen, and he is, of course, the person that we need to rebuild it once again. If you look at what the Democrats would offer, what Joe Biden would offer, that would not help our economy come back at all. It would only raise taxes and put more government intervention into everybody's daily lives. So President Trump has shown and proven time and again that he is the leader that our country needs during this time.
0: Mandy, since you mentioned the Biden campaign, uh, other than he, you know, certainly has not been active. And I understand that because of the stay home orders so many states have had that his ability to campaign is somewhat limited. But don't you get the sense that it's more that they're seemingly hiding the former vice president as opposed to it's one of the reasons of all the networks would love to do more interviews with him. But other than that, you know, the Morning Joe situation with Mika and trying to say that that woman uh, is not to be believed, even though he. Really advocated for quote believe all women. We really haven't seen the vice president out there that much.
2: You are right. And that's I mean, if he's hiding Biden, that's the new campaign phrase, campaign phrase for him, and that is because he is such a flawed candidate. Even before all of this Tar Reid stuff has come out. Joe Biden was uh, resuscitated by the establishment as their preferred candidate throughout the primary process, but he is not a good candidate, and certainly when he's not, when when he's stacked up next to President Trump and his immense record of success. Joe Biden has a failed foreign policy record. Joe Biden uh, oversaw a sluggish economy and manufacturing revival under the Obama administration, and whenever he is in front of voters or cameras or interviews, He always flubs. It seems he doesn't know what he's talking about. And sometimes he can be even hostile to voters. So, of course, that's why they're keeping him in his basement and really not doing much. And then you throw in everything with the Tara Reid situation. Democrats have gone to me too, me too, me too, to move on, move on, move on, trying to make sure that This doesn't come and see the light of the day and that the media hypocrisy and double standard for when allegations are against a Republican versus when they're against a Democrat really has been astounding in this whole situation.
0: Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday. We speak with Mandy Merritt, GOP National Press Secretary. Mandy, since you mentioned tar Reid, what is your take or what what are people to think of this situation? Uh, it, It is... Uh, it's too bad. And I don't know the circumstances that she did cancel the appearance she was supposed to do yesterday on Fox News Sunday. But what, 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 what is your take? What do you think of this whole situation um, regarding this woman that, that makes these accusations against former Vice President uh, Joe Biden?
2: I think it really shows the light of the media hypocrisy and what we are dealing with in this day and age. You look at how Brett Kavanaugh was treated during the Supreme Court nomination and Democrats were coming out on all sides, uh, calling for investigation after investigation, saying believe all women. And then you come over here and so many people, Democrats, uh, G- governor Whitmer, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Hillary Clinton, so many of these prominent Democrats, many that are even going to be uh, potential VP picks are saying, Oh, that's just Joe, nothing to see here. Move on. And I do think that shows the hypocrisy, uh, with Brett Kavanaugh, the, the whole American, uh, system of innocent until proven guilty was thrown out the window and not saying that that should happen with joe biden at all because there should be due process but what we are seeing is a complete refusal of the media to necessarily cover this uh joe biden did upwards of 20 some interviews over the last several weeks before he finally addressed these on uh this past weekend so it, it is something that uh there, the standard should be done should not have been so different when it is Republican versus when it is a
0: Democrat. You know, you're exactly right, Mandy Merritt. When you look at the Kavanaugh situation and the type of attention that that <clears throat> Blasey Ford received and then some of the other complete frauds that came out after that, the Biden message was, no, listen, we obviously we don't know what happened exactly with this Tara Reid. And and uh, she is a grown woman and it is so long ago. It's unfortunate. It's one of those things that there's only two people. really know what happened. It's it's unfortunate it can't be proved either way. However, you're exactly right. The double standard that went into the way they treated Blazy Ford and she couldn't remember anything. She didn't have a witness. She didn't know houses or dates or who was there or when or anything. Nothing. And they treated that as if it were, you know, verbatim from God. And instead this woman You know, you have the mother calling in Larry King. She certainly has the dates of when she worked for the vice president. There are neighbors and other people that do remember her during that time of story. And and she couldn't even get any attention from the national media.
2: You're right. And it shows that the media and the Democrats have one standard for Republicans and another standard for Democrats like Joe Biden. And you see it with also him, uh, Joe Biden refusing to release the documents from the University of Delaware. He's trying to save his political future. He even said that he didn't want those released because they could be used against him. And that's uh, that's just not right. Voters deserve to know what's in those records, and they should be immediately unsealed for just his past guesses alone, but also to see if, if and what there is anything uh, with the Tara Reid allegations. Because you're, you're right, there are corroborating witnesses and people who have um, firsthand accounts
0: of this. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We're only going to keep her another moment, but she's Mandy Merritt, GOP, National Press Secretary. Now, Mandy, last night, as much as I did enjoy hearing the president, President Trump on Fox News with the virtual town hall, it certainly is you know, so far off from the rallies. What are some of the plans, or if there's so many Trump fans listening right now, Trump supporters, how can people get involved? And what are some of the other things that are planned in the
2: future? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nothing replaces a rally. Those really are something special. So we look forward to being able to do those again when uh, the safe and appropriate time is. But listen, the RNC and the Trump campaign, we have not slowed down one bit. We've transitioned our entire campaign to virtual efforts, digital efforts, and they've been... We've been talking to voters all across the country just since we've returned to virtual efforts. We've made 20 million voter contacts, added 300,000 new volunteers. So there's a lot of ways folks can still get involved. I would suggest going to TrumpVictory.com. It's an awesome website that shows how you can get involved in the campaign directly from your house in the comfort and safety of your home. There's a great tool on there called Trump Talk, which allows basically your own home to turn into a republican office where you can make calls for people up and down the ballot and help support president trump so go to trumpvictory.com and get involved because we really are full steam ahead still in our efforts.
0: and mandy before i let you go what are your thoughts i'm looking obviously um stacy abrams who wasn't elected anything she just came up short trying to run for for governor of georgia she is you know basically running a full campaign saying i am the biden choice for vp i did see a poll out uh, today that you're speaking to a lot of people that are listening right now to you in massachusetts and massachusetts senator elizabeth uh, warren she apparently is tops in the poll what what do you think what are your thoughts on the biden uh, vp potential pick
2: I do think you're listing some of those folks that definitely will be at the top of the list. I'd imagine for Joe Biden, we've seen uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer up in Michigan also kind of campaigning for herself right now. Stacey Abrams loves the porn. But no matter one of these candidates, no matter who it is ultimately going to be the vice president pick, we are still seeing Joe Biden as a terribly flawed candidate. We're seeing not the Joe Biden of years past, but this new 2020 version of Joe Biden, who is running the, the furthest left presidential candidate in uh, campaign that we've ever seen. So nothing, no matter who is chosen, is going to save Joe Biden from his flawed record and the flawed policy stances that he's endorsing right now.
0: Well, you know, I think last night, uh, I like the way that we see the numbers uh, moving uh, with the president. And last night, it's just, I think, more of that. And it just starts to, I think the president has the potential, it's going to be tough, but potential for a real blowout in the fall if uh, they stay on the path right now. Folks, she is Mandy Merritt, GOP National Press Secretary. Mandy, great job. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again.
2: Thanks, John. Have a good
0: one. All right, folks, there it is right here on the John DePietro Show. And I want to look right now at uh, 124. We're going to talk to Chris Maxwell coming up at uh, 130. But I want to bring you up to speed. It's 124 on this Monday. Some of the latest headlines, second wave fares grow. Now, this is something to watch. Uh, 3,000 daily deaths by June. That's a problem. How about the fact drones might be able to check temperatures? Cameras monitor mass and distancing. Um, Trump administration models warn of doubling daily dose toll by June. She predicted the coronavirus. What does she foresee next? We may see what collective rage looks like. My goodness. Violent arrests raises concern about the distancing patrols. Folks, people are starting to get upset and kind of fire back, or they're not, you know, there is an element of people that are, you can only push people so far. I'm also seeing, um, Let's see, desperate ESPN to ear South Korea baseball games. I did watch some of the Michael Jordan, enjoy some of that stuff. There's only so much you can you can watch with some of this. Now, as you know, you may or may not know, former President Bush, he did come out with a video and saying that the president needs to rally everyone together. President Trump was asked about that last night. And he he said that President Bush should have spoken out about the impeachment, and he didn't. But I thought the president President Bush' message was I thought it was uh, it was well done and uplifting. Let me just see some other headlines. Jeff Bezos on cor- course to be world's first trillionaire as virus continues to help Amazon. Can you imagine? VP quits blast company for blank firing of whistleblower. Um, let's see, and then also. Uh, President Bush exposes Trump's biggest failure. That's in a, a, a magazine writing about that. All right, we're going to talk to Chris Maxwell coming up. But, folks, I also want to remind you again that Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Now, maybe you've heard about these uh, these even more dangerous pests that could be coming into America. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 401 401- Winfield, Termite, and Pest Control. Also online, WinfieldPest.com. Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service is Winfield, Termite, and Pest Control. Family-friendly, controlled festivals you can trust for your home. Call them, 821-7800. They remove ants. Termites, mice, cockroaches, any pest from your home, yard, or business or commercial property for a free estimate or to schedule a home inspection, call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today, 821 7800. They can remove ticks and mosquitoes as well that could spread deadly viruses, but you want to be careful about this new lethal pest that has now made its way into america it's uh it's getting very frightening folks protect your home and family business winfield termite and pest control call them today 821-7800 free estimate or schedule a home inspection 821-7800 winfield termite and pest control well folks the reason i want chris maxwell is they have been uh, talking quite a bit you go back to the trucking situation and now Um, There's the whole situation where they're talking about potentially having starting to toll cars on the road to to uh, toll cars on the road. So that's very, very serious. Now, I'm also on this Monday. We have some good news. I'm going to I see it on their Facebook page. They now have Trump soda at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Let me uh, I'm looking at that trump soda pop at ron's pastry gourmet so you can stop in and you can uh pick up some of the the uh, trump chocolate donuts and now they also have apparently this is brand new trump soda look at that that is uh incredible and it's exclusive at ron's pastry gourmet look for them on website on their website, excuse me, Facebook page, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They are located right near, right off of Silver Spring Street, near AAA. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. So, Governor Mundo, uh something to watch right now. It's one twenty-nine. Again, we're going to talk to Chris Maxwell, Rhode Island Truck Association. But, folks, one thing to watch with Governor Mundo coming up, three o'clock press briefing, is going to be: is the stay-at-home order going to be lifted, or is it going to be extended? Is it going to be lifted, meaning this Saturday? Coming up this weekend, what a big week this is. Saturday is May 9th, and then Sunday is Mother's Day. So the real question that Governor Mundo has to make this week is going to be, is the Rhode Island stay-at-home order going to be lifted? Um, we, we don't know. And I did ask the governor that question yesterday during the press briefing, and she said that basically she doesn't know. That she could end up on Friday. Friday, though, the stay-at-home order is supposed to be lifted. And so that's when, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait to find out exactly uh, whether or not she's going to lift the stay-at-home order. Now, something that does concern me, someone, I have different people emailing me. Again, you can always email me, john at depietro.com. And folks, visit the website, depietro.com. Uh, to find out more all right i believe we have um joining us right now he is a uh, Rhode island truck association it's our friend chris maxwell good afternoon chris Hey, John, how are you? Well, like everybody else, Chris, just taking it a day at a time and uh, trying to get through. Um, That's all you can do, sir. That's all you can do, Chris Maxwell. But I did want to reach out to you simply because when they first started with these tolls on the road for truckers, one of the things that – and you were obviously and continue to be on the forefront of trying to lead the charge against that. But one of the things you talked about, Chris Maxwell, was for those that think it's not a big deal – that to be careful, because this is just step one. Once they get them up there, the next step is going to be tolling cars. And Chris, lo and behold, as we know, because of what's happened with the pandemic, revenue is down, the state is hurting, they're banking everything on a federal bailout that I am hearing is not going to come, and one of the things that is now on the table that's suddenly being discussed happens to be tolling cars. Yeah, let me, uh, just quickly on the bailout, I I
1: think I think that, uh, like insurance policy, uh, and I won't spend too much time on this because we want to talk about tolls, but uh, no one, no state or entity should come out ahead on this pandemic. Uh, and I believe that if, if Rhode Island. Is going to get assistance. It, it should show its balance sheet before pandemic and afterwards. And if it made money on this and pulling it out, uh, the, the government should should have its hand back out. So I don't think anybody should come out ahead of this, nor should they use a pandemic to, you know, in, to deploy something such as, as car tolls. Um, to your point, uh, there have been safe put in place by the General Assembly that uh, that could easily be uh, with a with a a, a vote um, a strong arm vote um, the uh, you know the need at this point uh, where the state did not get the funding it needed to to pull its out of what was a very very uh, precarious situation pre pandemic uh, now you're coming out of this thing perhaps you are not going to get the level of funding. You expect it to pull you out of this, and you start scurrying for other other revenue streams. Now, there's a great article in the in the article in the Journal Today political scene. Um, the only reference there uh, in that article to tolls is in the lead uh, about possible funding mechanisms, whether it be taxes, uh, marijuana, and clearly tolls. Uh, the car tax repeal is 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 in there, and obviously uh, tolls is another one. Uh, Joe my, my, my good friend and my partner in crime, Mike, and I have kind of been uh, at odds on this matter. Uh, I've been saying all along that, uh, as, as you alluded to, this is a Trojan horse. Uh, I have tolling experts in Europe that tell me that no one gets into this game, uh, meaning the tolling game to toll one class of vehicle. It's an all or nothing proposition. It's a Trojan horse that would would eventually open the doors to cars, and what better you know reason to do it in a time of desperation. That said, uh, while Mike and I have battled, you know butted heads on this, um, you, you, you hear a guy like you hear a guy like Joe Saccochi who's very. Tied in with the governor, uh, come, comes out and said, when asked about toll expansion, uh, he says, "quote It's not even an option." Uh, our intel down on Smith Hill, John, is that uh, that uh, we've done a pretty good job uh, of, of beating down road roadworks uh, that uh, we have delivered. Uh, Pretty much at every benchmark on what, saying what we are going to do is what we have done. Uh, we have them on the ropes in federal court, and now uh, now that the potential loss is looming, and that certainly is still to be determined in the sto- in the court in the courts. But clearly, if if the state were to get an adverse decision, um, and there's a hundred million dollars of give or take of, of hardware and and uh, and gantries and Contract commitments and all those things out there. Uh, how does a state with all that uh, investment uh, just, you know, take a, a program like that and, and render it uh, obsolete and defunct? Uh, but our, our assurances and the intel from Smith Hill is that there's no appetite uh, for cars, and that will never happen. We'll see how that how this plays out, John. But you know, as 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 desperate people do desperate things you you just never know uh, you know speak mattiello uh, in his quote when when uh, when talking somebody asked him about the tax car tax repeal he said quote we're in extraordinary times normally i would say we're going to do what the law already says and that's that would be his wish at this time but you know these are as that quote said these are extraordinary times it will be very interesting to see how desperate um the measures do get down on Capitol Hill. Again, when Joe Saccochi says "not on the table," "not," "not," "not going to happen," we have to take him at his word. But I also know that the last time around there were people that uh, were basically marched in rank and file, told to do what they were told to do. Those that did not do what they were told to do were marginalized and punished. So that's the tactic down there. And if if uh, Gov, uh, you know, puts the Gestapo out there this time again to, uh, you know, to have them vote the way she wants because she needs uh, car tolls to, to plug the, the dike, then we'll see. I think it's going to be a.
0: Fascinating scenario as it plays out. Well, Chris, a couple of things there, and again, folks, good afternoon. Right now it's one thirty-six. It's John DePietro speaking with our friend Chris Maxwell, Rhode Island Truck Association. Well, a couple of things, Chris. Number one, no one during an election year, no one's going to have the name in print saying that they are. You know, uh, that that sounds like a good quote, and I know Joe Cicchetti as well. Tolls, blah blah blah. You know, th- that's something that you want. So you don't want an opponent to then take a flyer that or, you know, a mailer that shows you are saying you're in favor the fact that it's even being discussed. But you've got to remember the way that this comes out, which is everything thrown into a budget. And the real test here, Chris Maxwell, is going to be everyone up there, as you and I know, they are basically pawns for the unions. And if it comes down to either uh, car tolls or that they're going to have to start to lay off state workers, that's when the rubber meets the road. And Chris Maxwell, before you answer it, something else to look at is what's going on right now in Providence. It's like Mayor Lorza has started his own private war against cars. And he's making it very clear by closing streets. People should be taking public transportation. People should be riding bicycles. You're starting to see a... Hold on. He calls uh, uh, equitable streets. What (laughs) What does does that mean? I mean, well, the they, mean? They, they're going to make an argument to me that if you if you're not in a car, then you wouldn't have to pay the toll. So if you take public transportation or if you ride a bicycle, but they're going to present it as there are options. The tolls are not for everyone. There's ways around it. If you take public transportation, if you ride your bike, you're not going to have to pay it. I, I don't believe you're, the General you're, Assembly. You're,
1: you're on a good. You, you, that's something I never thought of There's, Drive. Yes, I mean you're absolutely right. You have 12 very good reasons for to de- 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 disincentivize people not to drive. So to, to you know the great you know we we've seen this this this, this compact they're trying to roll out. Uh, you know the, the, the new the green new deal. just uh, disincentive the the uh, the uh, the, uh, the fuel tax, the uh, the sin tax. And yes. What is that co- PCI, yeah. um, that they've been pulling out it is all based to punish and disincentivize use of cars. Right. So you're onto something there. Could this be uh, a win-win situation where down the road um, we clearly not only need a revenue, but we're going to add another layer of punishment for those that choose to use, car- to use cars for their transportation, and it's going to fuel uh, the ability for them to create Equitable streets, create equitable transportation, create mass transportation, get cars off the road, all that stuff. So it's it's fascinating. I, I toss and turn with it all the time. Uh, you know the news of the day. Again, Mike and I go back on this all the time. Um, you know my original thoughts were it's absolutely going to go uh, two cars, uh, but you know some of the intel we're getting is no. But you know again I'm 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 as fickle to myself as. As uh, you know, as as on any issue I've, I've
0: been so. And Chris, the whole thing about this is now, if you're a trucker, you can't say to them that there are other options. You have to take your truck and go through the toll. But if it's presented in a way of, hey, listen, there's a lot of other options right? You can take public transportation, you can take the bus. The tolls are only for those, the evil ones that still insist on driving their car. Or then, you know, there have been people, there have been proposals of do it during rush hour and try to scatter it out. And that way you don't. uh, What I am frightened is, is the General Assembly, as you know, they've been more progressive members. Right now, the governor won't even rule out giving Rhode Island stimulus money to illegal aliens. She won't even rule that out. Now, think of that several years ago, Chris Maxwell. That, that would have been unheard of. Like, like That's not even a discussion. Now it's on the table. Those that were against legalization of marijuana, now they're very open to it. These things always start out as a conversation. You and I both know I don't see how the federal government is going to bail them out for all these poor contracts. I, I don't see it, and we're not in a position that we have a— a strong representative on the Republican side that could really make that happen with like a Mitch McConnell or someone like that. I think that is going to be the next wave. And you're starting to see some of that. You know, Allors, it's like he runs his own fiefdom in the city of Providence. And what's also frightening, and I'll give you a chance to respond, is the Providence Journal also has, there, there were there are businesses that are affected saying, like, what do you mean you're closing my street to cars? And yet, it doesn't matter to them because in the grand scheme, we're going to clo- think of this, Chris Maxwell. We're going to play close the parks, but we're going to encourage people to go out and play in the street.
1: Yeah, um, we're headed that way. And, and this whole this whole tragic um, global crisis certainly could could lead us that way. Uh, clearly, um, we were we were on the verge of this this well, let's face it, we were holding back Rhode Island from running off the road into the ditch before this. Right. Um, clearly now, with this, you know, I, I spent spent a, a number of years in the, in the auto body business during my college years, and it, you know, it's the difference between, you know, I, I, I once saw a, a body shop owner take a car that was really, really banged up and run it into a wall and completely finish it. The point was, he wanted to get the full, he wanted to better himself with the Insurance company sure. check, to just get what was there. Well, is the governor going to you know run the run the state into the wall to get the, the bigger payout and come ahead on this? That's a concern to me. And you know, a lot of people bashed um, uh, Mitch McConnell for mentioning the word um, bankruptcy. But let's face it, bankruptcy's been floated around Rhode Island for a long time now because it, in fact, was probably the best course of action. But the governor was the one keeping us back from doing that. Um, He was bashed for saying that. But again, no state should come out from this pandemic or no entity, city, state, uh, town should come out ahead from this. Um, And and clearly, um, that goes over to funding mechanisms as well. Uh, if, If your agenda is now served because of this pandemic, well, shame on you.
0: And Chris, explain to people what you mean about come out ahead. I mean, I know what you mean, but I want everyone to understand it.
1: Well, you should not look. If your fiscal come out ahead, means if you, no matter if you give these people a billion and a quarter or ten billion, they are still going to run this place into the ditch. Right? Okay. So, so it doesn't matter if you you make them whole. Meaning, okay, you you had unfunded pensions pre-pandemic. You were on the brink of bankruptcy pre-pandemic then that's where you should wind up post-pandemic. There shouldn't be any handouts that put you ahead. This should not be a lifesaver. This should not be a a, a band-aid. This should make you whole just like an insurance policy. My concern is that uh, you know the the temptation might be to, again, run it into the wall to make it further damage than it really is, uh, or, or actually, intentionally make it more damage, so you get more uh, assistance, and therefore you come out ahead right. after this pandemic. That should not
0: happen. Yeah. Well, hey, Chris. Um, again, uh, I like the fact you've been right all along on this. We'll see, you know, where this plays out. But uh, people should be very on guard. To me, this an anti-business mode that is really taking hold. Not that the state was ever business friendly, but. You know the the idea would be every business closed, but you can't lay off one state worker. It just seems so out of whack with reality. Well, John,
1: you know if you got a
0: minute, go you ahead. Know,
1: I, I bantered back and forth with you uh, this past week. Uh, the governor, much like she did with the trucking industry, choosing to you know to reward her her uh, benefactors, meaning construction interests and the interests of construction labor. May, winners and losers. She chose chose construction over uh, trucking. She chose IGT over Twin River. She chose, she does this. Now she's chosen manufacturers over a lot of other industries that are perfectly capable of developing their own plans to mitigate to allow them to continue. Why was I able to go into Lowe's this weekend in a garden center do all my shopping and have them people lined up with flowers when garden centers were subject to much stricter guidelines? Why are you know, why are liquor stores and, 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 and compassion centers over? This governor, as she's typically done and made her bones for, throughout her career, she picks winners and losers, yeah. and and that's, that's not a good thing, especially during a pandemic. Um, that's just not the time to be doing it, but she's consistently done it, she continues to do it.
0: Folks, he's Chris Maxwell, Rhode Island Trucking. Chris, great job. Stay safe. Good to talk to you. Thank we'll you talk God. to you again. Be well, sir. Thank All you. All right, My folks, mic. there it is. Chris Maxwell right here. He makes a lot of sense on the John DiPietro Show. Right now, it's one forty-five. Good afternoon, everyone, on this Monday. If you're a uh, Facebook Live fan, we will be doing Facebook tonight, Monday Night Report. I also highly encourage you, go to the website, dipietro.com. came out. We have uh, put up a, a song, a parody song and video I think you'd really enjoy, get a laugh out of on this Monday. This portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by John. Johnson propane. Phil Johnson, folks, he never runs out. Now is the time. Fill up all your propane tanks. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Right in front of Stop and Shop, it's Johnson Propane. You can call Phil, 621-8129. Now, you want to make sure you have enough propane. Folks, you just never know if there's ever going to be a run on things. And so many people, with the good weather, you want to grill outside. I know a lot of people are having a hard time finding propane. Johnson Propane, Phil never runs out. 904 Manton Avenue, call him at 621-8129. Right at the the back of Rhode Island College. Open seven days a week from nine to seven. It's Johnson Propane. No germs. Propane tanks filled. They fill Blue Rhino. No drive-in, no wait, and reduced prices. Phil Johnson. Johnson Propane. 904 Minton Avenue in Providence. 621-8129 right in front of Stop and Shop. It's John DiPietro on this Monday. You know, those headlines I just mentioned, there is talk about this second wave, and that is something that you really have to watch out for because they are talking about a second wave in the fall. I don't I don't know. What would happen with that? But they are saying that that's what really starts to do you in is the second wave and then even a third wave. Now, I want to come back to what I was talking about a little bit earlier in the show. And that is the fact that I I asked the question on Friday and I I still don't understand the answer to it. And the, the whole situation is it's so disproportionate with what communities have high outbreaks and are closed and others that don't. For instance, as I mentioned, Block Island has fewer than five cases, and they're shut down, right? Block Island is basically closed. Jamestown has eight cases of coronavirus. Charlestown, Charlestown, down in Westerly, 15 cases. Newport, they talked about Newport with the St. Patrick's Day parade, and you're costing lives. 39 cases in Newport, and it's closed down. And yet... Providence has 3,000 cases. Pawtucket, 1,000 cases. Why aren't those communities locked down? Central Falls is one square mile, and there's 500 cases. Think about that for a minute. Cumberland, 200 cases. Woonsocket, 300 cases. Smithfield, 173. Johnston, 161. Uh, Burrillville, seventy-three cases. Middletown, twenty-nine cases, and yet Middletown is shut down. Exeter, twenty-two cases. Gloucester, nineteen cases. Hopkinton, eleven. Foster, ten cases. Why is everything shut down? Why don't they just close up Providence? If you're in Providence. Pawtucket, even Cranston has 600 cases because of what happened with the Cranston West situation. Central Falls, 500 cases. Why doesn't Central Falls be designated a hot zone and you can't leave? Contain the virus right there. Oh, well, a lot of the illegals, they, they're afraid to get tested. Well, who exactly are you serving with this whole thing? Are you are you serving us or are you serving them? Folks, I think these are all fair questions. Businesses need to reopen. I want you to know where I stand at 150. Uh, You explain to the businesses how they can social distance and then allow them to open. Period. You know, he's not wrong. People are going. Think of this. As we've talked about churches. Why can't churches reopen? The pews are big. Have certain pews only open. Block it off. People would go to mass. People would donate. Well, then there's no hymns. Then just let people go in and wear a mask and everyone can receive communion by hand. This portion of the John DiPietro show is brought to you by It's My Health. 1099 uh, Menden Road in Cumberland. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's my health. Think of how far ahead of the curve they were. Established in 2006. As a collaborative, where the retail store, practitioners, teachers work together for what to do what, provide you with the best information, products, classes, all about health. It's my health. Chosen to help people take charge, responsibility of your own health. Stop in and see Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. 3585 now not only do they have a kai berry but they have vitamins herbal remedies trusted companies folks you need to stay healthy your family needs to stay healthy now they have local products a kai berry a-c-a-i-b-e-r-r-i you hear me talk about it that's available at it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland maybe you're in the car right now swing over there they have honey local products honey maple syrup be fresh gum, Octave Skin Brushes. Also, how about this? Over 250 bulk herbs, tea, spices. Stop in also hemp, CBD products, oral, topical use. It's my health. You'll see them. I'll bet you ride right by it, right in that old white church. Walk right in. Marie is right there. She is so knowledgeable and healthy and uh, helpful. It's My health. They'll keep you healthy. You need to be healthy just in case if you were to come down with the virus. It's my health. Stop in and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. She has so many loyal customers. Why not pop in and say, Marie, I heard John DePietro talking about you. Yes, I am. 401 305 3585. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, right now, it's 1.52 on this Monday. Again, go to the website, to petro.com I will be doing a Facebook Live, the Monday night report tonight. But uh, I'm seeing the headline. As lockdown lifts, second wave concerns grow. As several nations begin relaxing their lockdowns, attention is turning how they can avoid a second wave of infections as social distancing is, is eased. Italy and Spain have already started allowing people to exercise for the first time in two months. And then, of course, here in the United States. Folks, I still maintain this is all about getting the hospitals back up to speed. Giving the hospitals a chance to get organized. Giving the hospitals, uh, uh, this is a time to get the hospitals really giving them a chance to catch their breath. Get all the proper uh, PPE equipment that they need. This is um, the time over the next few months, but the, the the lockdown has to come to an end. It has to. This is devastating, and for many of you out there that continue to say, "No, everyone should stay locked up. No, everyone should." I, I listen that that's very easy and convenient to say. If in fact you either are retired or and you have a pension. Or that's mostly it seemingly to me is people that don't have to work. But for everyone else, you you have to start to allow. And I, I don't understand these people that, you know, I looked in the park and I saw a group of people. And the pictures that I see, people are far apart. People are social distancing. People are wearing masks. People are washing their hands. You know, the general public is doing, you're doing, we're doing everything that we're supposed to be doing. And at the same time, you can't ignore it's in the heavily concentrated areas where it's the worst in our area. It's Providence, Pawtucket and Central Falls. And those are the most highly concentrated areas of people in our general area. That's just a fact. But then why are you punishing Block Island, Newport, Jamestown? Well, because then people that have it could go there, right. But if they are then social distancing and you're washing things and cleaning things and people keeping people, it's still scattered. It's still not as prevalent as if it's just this isn't like getting on a bus or subway in New York City, right? We've already learned it just doesn't work that way. And as far as cleaning in order to clean your home or business or school, whatever it may be, you need sole source restoration, coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Now, maybe you're listing right now when you're in Bellingham or in Franklin or Blackstone or Millville or Rentham. You want Soul Source Restoration, and it's S-O-L-E. You can reach them at 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700, Soul Source Restoration, Coronavirus Cleaning Disinfection Service for your home, for your business, for your church, for your school, for your community center. Look for them online. They have a great website, Soul, S-O-L-E, just like the soul of your shoe, Soul Source restoration. They have the microthermal fogging electrostatic spraying equipment that will rid your home and business and kill the coronavirus. It's CDC approved. They have the protective equipment, environmentally and pet friendly, and they also do a magnificent post cleanup. It's sole source restoration. Call them at 401-712-2700. Let me tell you about Soul source restoration. Listen, no one has the type of cleaning equipment that they have. They're one of only six companies in the entire country. So whether you're listing right now in Cumberland or Lincoln or Smithfield, or as I said, Bellingham, Blackstone, Millville, Attleboro, sole source restoration, coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service. You don't want someone with some mops and bucket and some Lysol and and just some, uh, and some spray, some, some uh, windex. You want soul source restoration, 401, 712, 2700. As soon as you visit the website, you'll see exactly what I mean by the difference: 401, 712, 2700. So folks, it's John De Again, if you missed any portion of the show today. You can always go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. And you, if you missed Justin Katz politics this week, you can click on that. We also have the uh, Rhode Islanders video song, parody song video. It's all right there. And then also, many of the questions that I've asked Governor Raimondo, that's all there as well. It all starts by first going to the website, depetro.com. So something also to watch, as I mentioned earlier. Rhode Island opened only 47 polling places For the June 2nd presidential primary. I know many people saying, well, I don't even plan on going out because it's not safe. And also, you know, what kind of primary is this between Biden's really the nominee and President Trump is the nominee? Folks, what is dangerous about this is the ability to steal elections with all these mail ballots. I'm very leery, as you should be leery, of these mail ballots when it comes to the situation with that Nelly Gorbia. It's one fifty-eight now. The Ramundo press briefing is coming up this afternoon at three. Uh, tomorrow's one o'clock. Wednesday is is uh, two thirty, and then Thursday, Friday at one o'clock. This portion of the John DePietro show, folks. It's nice and dry. The weather is good. Why not stop by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center? They're open thirty six eighty eight Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, and they have hydrangeas, geraniums. They are they are officially open for the season. Pansy flats, pansy bags, all different colors. PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. Rhode Island's number one garden center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior. They're waiting for you. And The colors look magnificent for the season between the geraniums and also the hydrangeas. It's John Petro. Now listen, tonight I will be on Facebook Live. Stay tuned. We're going to have the 2 o'clock news, then the John Dion program comes your way. I'll be back tomorrow on the radio right here at 11 o'clock on AM 1380. 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always visit the website, depetro.com So stay tuned. The two o'clock news uh, tomorrow. If you have a question for the governor, go to my website, depetro.com Hit contact, John. You can shoot me a question. Enjoy this Monday. At least it's dry out. It's two o'clock.